Hey guys, welcome to the Self Positive Podcast. My name is Duke DeLate, and I've been a dating coach and self-development guy for a long, long time. So I wanted to start this project and deal with some of the more general issues that I have and other people have, um, my students have. And uh, so today's episode was brought to you by me. And later on, I think we'll get some guests and shit, but uh, for now, uh, enjoy today's episode and check out the blog, selfpositive.org, and you can find all the worksheets and the auxiliary materials and things. Thanks for listening, and uh, here's the episode. Hey guys, it's Duke here for the Self Positive Podcast, and uh, we're here on episode 13. And today we're talking about how your self-identity interrelates with your identity in society. We're going to compare and contrast the two and see how they affect your self-worth and self-identity. And, uh, I don't know, do some exercises to figure out where your ego is taking over and where your quote-unquote authentic self can help. Uh, First off, our self-identity... The way that we see ourselves has a special place in our lives. Like, our, it forms, like, there's an intrinsic part of us that we choose to manage or project out to the world or let other people know. There's an intrinsic part of us that we see ourselves at when we look at ourselves in the mirror. We, you know, figuratively speaking, we can see uh, certain traits over other traits and uh, we don't get a clear picture. Like if you ask somebody else what they see about you, it's not going to be the same thing that you see about you because our perception is narrow in that space. It's a super important part of psych and and just the study of human behavior, and uh, so it's it's super important to uh, kind of unravel it and see what we can do for our own you know behavioral motivation. The thing is, like, your therapist, your life coach, your business coach, your your best friend can't see how you see yourself ever because it's a very personal connection. And so it's very important that every individual needs to acknowledge their own self-identity in order to make sense of their purpose in life and their own well-being. Like me as a coach, me as a dating coach and a life coach, I can't tell you what you're supposed to do with your life or what what really turns you on. I can only tell you uh, examples of things and have it jog your own creative juices so that you can come up with it on your own. And so it's important that you kind of dig down into your self-identity to figure out how that should affect your decision-making and behavior. If you realize your self-identity, it helps you to realize the main purpose of your life. Uh, just talking about that. It, it determines the kind of person that you'd like to be in your future. So it's, have, in understanding your own self-identity, it plays a super important part in determining not only just your behavior, but your goals and how that influences your behavior uh, on the way through. And with your behavior comes your experiences, which shapes your mind and your general school of thought. So... If your identity, for instance, is like a victim, then you're going to behave like one. You're going to have reference experiences like one. 
and then it's going to back up your your mindset and you can look at the world in a negative or pessimistic or what you call realistic light and then it's going to keep propagating that downward spiral of negativity and thinking and although realism and uh you know not what they call toxic positivity um it's useful not to to be over optimistic and and not shoot for things you can't accomplish because that doesn't build real self-worth either but it's also bad to never think that you can accomplish anything and not think you're good enough all the time and to limit yourself in that way so um the way you perceive yourself is a super important part in determining what kind of things that you do on a, on a day-to-day basis in order to achieve a goal or just how you autopilot through life. And it also helps, um, if you understand yourself a little bit better, it helps you evaluate whether your behavior is moving you towards your goals or not and, and helps you build the feedback loop that can either move you towards success or move you away from your goals. Uh, your inner self, your your self-identity is responsible for shaping your behavior, but not not just your behavior and your actions, but your self-esteem, your motivation, and all of your reference experiences. And in that, it's also responsible for building your interpersonal relationships. So it's super, like, it, it touches so many things that if you don't have the awareness to go inside and... and figure out who you see yourself to be and how you see yourself in society, then it you're missing a big part of all of these other components, experiences and behavior and you know self-worth and self-esteem and all that stuff. Uh, we've done a whole lot of stuff on self-esteem uh, over the last few episodes of blog posts, so uh, go back there if you need a reference. But we've done a lot of inner looking to figure out you know what's going on and this post is really about outer looking. The society in which we live, it also has a super important part to play. Because the way that you look at yourself in society and the way that you look at yourself in your environment, they're super connected with each other. And people tend to neglect their inner self relating to the society and immediate surroundings. They just sort of wall themselves off and let their ego identify their self-concept so that they they see what they want to see and they don't understand how they're being affected by the environment at large. You need to realize that your self-identity is a super uh, super important part of your inner self, which, you know, allows your... Self-awareness of that is going to allow you to understand your relationship with the world and yourself in a better manner. Even if somebody refuses to acknowledge that they have an identity towards themselves, like they refuse to acknowledge their inner self, you can't possibly deny its existence. Like You know it's there. You know the real you is there. You know the, the evil you is there. The dark side you is there. The shadow side you is there. You can't deny its existence, right? It, it's there, whether you acknowledge it or not. But it, if you want to get in touch with that side of yourself or the parts that you're ignoring, then presence is super key. If you if you want to figure out uh, what's actually going through your mind instead of the patterns that you're trying to 
replay kind of unconsciously, then you've got to be present. And there's a million ways to do that. You can meditate, you can do yoga, you can practice mindfulness. There's all these different tactics, and I'm going to go into deep dives on how I actually do that in future podcasts and posts. But um, if you want to... I guess I guess the easiest way for me to explain presence on a meta level is when you're not distracting yourself from what's happening. So many of us like try to find distractions. We get busy, we become workaholics, we'll drink, we'll watch the Netflix, we'll sleep for too long, we'll we'll uh get super gym routine, we'll just do something to distract ourselves from the fact that we have to engage in life. We'll find things that we're good at. Uh, whether it's you know socializing or drinking or, or watching TV or whatever, uh, and it, it gives us those dopamine fixes to make us think that we're moving forward or pro- we're progressing or we're actually getting something accomplished. But in reality, in relation to our goals, unless your goal is to you know finish the entire series of Netflix, you're wasting your time. If your goals are make more money, have better relationships, communicate better, uh, you know drink blood from the skulls of your enemies and and then you're watching Netflix, there's very few things on Netflix that are going to help you do that. Maybe Ted, but even then. <laughs> but um, if you start to realize what you're actually thinking in the in the moment by not distracting yourself and then paying attention, then you're going to trigger a process of self-development and be able to understand what your self-identity sees. Um, a lot of people judge themselves because they don't like what their inner self says in in the reality of the moment, and that's why they distract themselves. And so that just kind of suspending the self-judgment is super key when you're actually trying to get to know your inner self because if your inner self uh, is allowed to sort of express itself, then you can have a better understanding. You'll see the reality of that self and then you can make strategies that can you know double down on its on its strengths or uh shore shore off all of its weak points and then your goals are going to get met a whole lot faster if you don't wrangle that and you're able to see it for what it is then you're never going to really discover yourself completely and acknowledge what you're truly capable of there's nothing wrong with ego in and of itself there's nothing wrong with individualism. There, it's a useful tool in a lot of ways, especially when you got nothing else going on for you. If everything in your environment is unsupportive, then your ego can big yourself up and 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 support it. But it's you're not going to exist in a vacuum. You've got to smash it up against things that are in the environment, and so it's good to, uh, you know knock the ego down a little bit and let yourself discover new things, not things that it's sure of. Uh, if you're kind of individualist and your ego's super high, then you're going to tend to only think for yourself and your own best interest. But if you forget the fact that your self-identity and your environment are intimately connected and you try to separate them and ignore the environment's effects, then you become too self-obsessed, you start neglecting your well-being of the environment around you, and then everywhere around you, your friendships, your um, your workplace, you know, the things that you have influence on, if you don't 
if you don't put energy into that, it will deteriorate. It will descend into chaos, and then you will uh, be affected by the environment. And it's partially your fault because you weren't there propping it up and using your your presence in the environment to make that place a better place for everybody to live. And what else what was I going to say? I was going to talk about crime and shit, but it doesn't really matter. Um, yeah. So I guess the important part here is you have to be present and see what's really going on with you and how you're responding. You have to be present and see what's really going on with your environment and how it's responding. And uh, try to see them for what they are, because only then can you make good decisions that are moving towards your goals and, at the same time, uh, get good reference experiences to keep you growing and learning. Because if you let your ego run the whole thing, you're only going to run the the patterns that it knows works and is going to keep you safe, which is useful in a survival scenario, but in a growth scenario, it's not so much. Awesome. So this is, uh, I think, episode 13, talking about yourself and society. Check the blog post out at the link in the show notes. And I'll see you guys tomorrow for another episode of the Self-Positive Podcast. Uh, I am Duke, and until tomorrow, stay awesome and stay positive.